on today's show, Season 4, Episode 9, The Answers, I'm going to talk more about free will, comparisons, determinism, and purpose. Coming up on your favorite podcast show, Cup of Dow, starting right now. You're listening to Cup of Dow with your host, Chris L. McClish. Chris is a man with many roles, many journeys, and one spirit. Hey friend, how are you today? Hope you're doing great. As humans, it's our nature, at least for many of us, to question things, to ask, why am I here? Do I have a purpose? Is my life just meaningless? Am I an accident? What's the point of all this? What is the Tao? I know you're expecting me to say that it's all a mystery or kind of give you some kind of cryptic guru type response, right? You're sort of right, but hear me out. I think we are in for some good food for thought. First of all, let's take the infamous empty cup again. What did we learn about this cup that Lao Tzu said? It is the empty space that makes it useful. So I give you the cup, but the cup is full. Let's say that what would have ordinarily been blank space is now filled with porcelain or concrete. And I say, could you go get me some coffee? You say, not in this. I can't use this. I say, well, it is a coffee cup. You say, no, Chris, it might make a good paperweight, but it's no longer a coffee cup. Okay, I say. I take out a new cup, one with empty space. I then tie your hands behind your back. I say, use this cup to go get me some coffee. After you probably scream for help, you say, I still can't use this. I say, well, now it's got empty space and it can definitely hold the coffee. You say, I need my hands or at least one to make this cup useful. Now in this analogy, there's nothing cryptic here. There are blatantly observable lessons here. I will point out a few of these. A, we have been taught that what is observable is what matters. B, we need the structure of the cup to create that empty space. And we need the empty space to make the cup useful. C. The empty space seems to be a separate entity from the cup, but it is not. It's actually part of the cup. Is that all? Am I finished? Nope. D. The cup has potential to contain coffee. Until it does, it's not a coffee container, but only a potential coffee container. E. To make it a coffee cup as a useful object for doing so, we need to have access to coffee. F. We need the ability to carry it. Taking all these factors into account, combined with some of the opening statements in the Tao Te Ching, we can draw some amazing inferences. Let me say that my friend Speck may have been accurate 
when he said in the interview on Season 4, Episode 5, that everything we need to know about the Tao was in the first opening chapter or even sentence. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. I'm kind of digressing, but not totally, because to assert some amazing points, there may be some fallacies of logic caused by presumption. Now, what do I mean? Well, if B follows A and C follows B, then we would have to logically say that C has to follow A, or at least from our observable knowledge, right? But we learn that observable knowledge is interpreted by our tiny little brains, and our human brains might not be 100% accurate nor reliable. Having said that disclaimer, here are some assertions that I'm going to make. Free will as we know it is probably an illusion. At best, it occurs within confines, making it not totally free. Let me make this not so cryptic nor complex. Let's go back. I tell you to get me some coffee. What do you do? You may think that you have 100% free will, right? You can either get me the coffee or not get me the coffee. You may say that after you come to me with the coffee, that you freely chose to do that. But can you prove that? Well, Chris, I could have told you no, but you didn't. Well, next time, Chris, I'll tell you no. I'll choose to tell you no next time out of free will. But are you freely choosing or are you trying to go against your nature to prove you're making a free will choice? You could also do something totally unexpected, totally out of your nature. Like when I ask you to get coffee, you instead decide to run down the street totally nude. You say, yeah, see? I could do something completely out of free will like that. Something that I would have never even thought of. But then again, are you making a total free will choice? Or did I influence you to go against what you ordinarily would have done? And now you're influenced to do something else. Is that a total free will choice? You ponder that for a second and decide... Well, I had a range of options, and I chose this option. Let's call it option C. So I say life is not 100% free, but it's more a matter of multiple choice. And you say, well, I guess so, but at least I freely now made a choice. Can you prove that? Can you prove why you chose to do option C over option B or A? Why did you make that choice? Was there influences? Were they genetic, personality, situational? Were there history-based factors involved? You may say, well, yeah, of course, Chris, but these didn't determine my choice. I still made the choice freely. They were only influences. Really? How do you know that? You say, well, I could have made another choice. But you didn't. Even when an object explodes and particles seemingly go randomly through the air, is there not factors influencing where they go? The trajectory of the blast, the wind, etc. Not all these are visible. We could call these mere influencers. 
But if we call them that, does that mean the object, every time it exploded, in the exact same time, same way, would it have been the same or differently? Did you choose to listen to Cup of Dow right now? Are we here intentionally? So, wow, Chris, you're saying that there's no such thing as random events? Not that we can prove. In fact, I could go on to say that there's evidence to the contrary. Now, that would kind of be beyond the scope of this podcast. So you might say, so great, that means that God has a plan for me and God loves me and I'm following the plan of God. If that's your religious belief. However, you don't want to jump too far from determinism to egocentrism because that's a pretty big jump. However, that being said, you follow non-existence. You had to be here because you are here. You're here as you should be. And in comparison, you're equally important as the biggest faraway galaxy, the famous person on TV, etc. But you may say, I don't feel important. I'm not a brain surgeon. I don't save people's lives every day. But you influence. You also have potential, just like the cup. You are here right now, and that's how it's supposed to be like the empty space inside the cup, which is not visible. Your purpose or potential may also be hidden. And words that describe this fall short. When we called the cup a cup, when it couldn't hold any liquid, then the word cup was practically meaningless. We try to use words to describe things that are unfathomable by our tiny brain in our limitation of being humans on a planet. All we know is what we have experienced and can observe from our perspective. Words often get in the way, but we can get glimpses of things. I think I'll stop there because I'm sure your brain's probably hurting at this point. And whatever you're doing or wherever it is that you do what you do, you can go tell them that Chris said that you're as important as a galaxy. As I mentioned before, we can't possibly answer all the questions. But today I just wanted you to go beyond what you see. Let's take a break. If you'd like to support the show, please go to paypal.me forward slash coach cmc that's paypal.me forward slash coach cmc c-o-a-c-h cmc become a show patron go to patreon.com forward slash chris mcclish that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash c-h-r-i-s-m-c-c-l-i-s-h be sure to purchase my book accepting life on life's terms Taoist Psychology for Today's Uncertain Times, available in print and digital format. Buy it wherever you buy books. Don't forget to subscribe to my show in your podcast player app or to the RSS feed. You can find my email address, contact information, a disclaimer, and more information in the show notes, so please check those out. 
So did you enjoy our talk today? It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Especially if you think about the implications of there possibly being no accidents and no randomness. Now that doesn't mean that it's a universe where it's self-serving and that it revolves around you, but it does open up some doors there. Maybe our existence carries meaning that can't be observed. Maybe you're here for a reason. I'm doing okay. I started going to the gym again, and it feels good to exercise along with the eating healthier because of the diabetes. It's really hard to do. On that note, I'm going to leave you with a few messages. Hey, that's all for today's show. I will see you next time. May peace and love be with you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a Code CMC production. Mm-hmm.